Hey girlies and welcome back to the pod. So it's the first week of the month, which means story time episode. So yay. I'm super excited. This one will probably be one of my favorites because we were talking all about summer camp. And as someone who went to summer camp for six years in a row up until freshman year, I can say I have a lot of stories too. And I'm excited to hear yours. I'm excited to hear some of mine. Um, Camp was a time. Camp was truly a very interesting, very special. Um, There's nothing like sleepaway camp. I was someone who went to camp four weeks uh, for like four weeks for multiple years. I loved camp. Some of my best friends are from camp and yeah. Um, but let's just start out with the best and worst of the week. So the best of the week is that I've been pretty good at planning my stuff and I've made some cute journal pages. I actually have my journal with me. Um, I'm showing YouTube people for those of you not on YouTube. I pretty much just made a little schedule. I have a little to-do list a mini June calendar. This is me trying to keep all my podcast stuff organized. My mom asked me, she was like, are you sure you're not just spending more time on trying to make it look cute than actually like doing this stuff? And I'm like, yo, give me a hot sec. Um, it has to be cute so I can be motivated. But because as I talked about last episode, I'm in the Grand Canyon by the time these episodes go out, um, still showing the journal. So, I'm in the Grand Canyon. I have no service. I mean, obviously, I'm not right now, but by the time this episode comes out, I will still be in the Grand Canyon. So, me right now, before I'm leaving for that trip, I'm doing my best to plan, get everything ready, all my podcast stuff, social media stuff. Haven't done any of the social media stuff yet. Um, It's very overwhelming. So, making it cute was kind of the best of the week just getting organized getting to use my fun highlighters fun pens it's something small but it was good I liked it and my worst of the week is that I've struggled with getting motivated being productive if you couldn't tell in my little journal I made a schedule for each thing I wanted to do every day leading up until when I was leaving for the Grand Canyon and I made it just like a bunch of podcast stuff, what I needed to do, record, all that jazz. And I truly, and I was supposed to start this stuff like a few days ago and I just started it today. So it's a little overwhelming. I'm a little stressed, but I'm trying my best. And also I started the Common App, which is overwhelming. I need to do college research, look at schools, all that stuff. There's just a lot going around. Um trying to manage life, social stuff. I did have a few social encounters recently. It was a very weird time. I don't know how I feel about it, and I'm kind of scared to talk about it on the podcast. I might talk about it later on, um, but by the time this goes out, it will have already been like three weeks ago, so maybe I won't talk about it. I just, it was a weird time. Hang out with a boy, guys. I know, it was my first hang out with a boy in like a year and a half and I don't know how I feel about it um so hopefully he's not listening to this because he's really sweet he is very sweet I just feel bad I don't know Ooh. 
anyway, we're going to avoid that topic because I'm like embarrassed of myself for how I react in situations. But anyway, okay. Don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, and do all the things y'all already know. And yeah, happy day. We're talking about camp. And just before we get into some of the stories, I want to give a little background on my camp experience. But I, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I used to go to camp. I went for six years in a row with my cousins to this camp in New Hampshire. I don't want to name it because some of my stories are like, I don't want to trace back to them, you know. Um, But I loved camp. It was an outdoorsy type of camp. We went hiking. We went biking. We went canoeing. I hate canoeing. Um, It wasn't like an educational camp. I know a lot of people go to those, but it wasn't like that. It was just like a fun outdoorsy camp. You're in cabins, all that stuff. Okay, and now just for some story times. So I asked y'all to send me in some of your best stories and I got so many. I truly didn't even get to read all of them. So these were just some of the good ones, some of the first ones. I feel bad because I know there's probably someone who's like, she never does any of my stories and I'm sorry. There's just so many to choose from and a lot of them were kind of similar A lot of them were about church camp, about Gaga Ball for some reason. There was a lot of repeating stuff, if you get what I'm saying. But anyway, okay. One time at sleepaway camp, my cabin was sitting around the fire telling jokes. One One girl told this really funny joke and I started laughing so hard I almost peed. So I decided to run to the bathroom. When I got to the bathroom, I was laughing again very hard for no reason and ended up peeing my pants. I was so embarrassed. Luckily, my counselor was near and she ran and got me clean clothes. I didn't go back. So this just reminded me of an experience because my sister Hadley, I feel like I've mentioned her in like the last three episodes, but my sister Hadley at camp literally had this almost exact same experience. So at my camp, the bathrooms are separate from the cabin. It's kind of like a group bathroom. I don't know how to call it. It's like, I don't even know. But we were all walking from the bathroom. She had just showered, so she was in a towel. She starts laughing so hard that she drops all of her bathroom stuff. And she literally, like her towel, she flashes everybody. We were like 10, so like no one really cared. But she flashes everyone and we all just have like headlamps on and flashlights and you can just see pee dripping down her leg. And I was like, oh, this just gave me memories, flashbacks back to that. So I totally know how you feel. Um, I love camp. I love camp. I do. It's a great time. Honestly, some of my favorite memories are from camp. Two years ago was the last time I went to camp because of COVID. And there was this boy who was my age and he had a really big crush on me and his counselor told me. And I thought that was cute and stuff until the boy got stalkerish. Once he woke up at 2 a.m. and was looking through the window of the girls in my cabin and was trying to see me. Bruh, what? And he got really creepy. Like another time he went to my cabin and asked my counselor if I was there. And she was like, sorry, she's in the shower. And he said, oh, it's fine. I can go in there anyways and wait for her. And my counselor was like, what the heck? Um, Obviously, no. And he got really mad and went inside my cabin and walked into the bathroom. And I was getting out and I had a towel already on. He got sent home and wasn't allowed back at camp. Dude, he literally sounds, he sounds so, that's like so scary and creepy. 
boundaries. This is why I hate men. I'll say it again, and I'll say it forever. I hate men. I do. They they don't deserve it. They don't. They don't deserve the vibes. I love my dad. Everyone but my dad, who's a male, can die. Um, unless you listen to this podcast, then you're a real one, and we love you. We love you. You vibe. You vibe. Um, that's scary. I feel like camp boys are like not even cute, but you just get obsessed with like some of them and a boy's cabin who's like your same age and you all become like best friends. It's the best thing ever. And none of them are cute. Okay. Like literally none of them, but you guys all have a crush on them. I remember at my camp, I had the biggest crush on this one guy. I'm like 99% sure he was gay, but I don't really know. And oh my God, it was so funny. And he literally, I gave him one of my hair ties and this was when I had Snapchat and I randomly Snapchatted him one day. I was like, give back my hair tie. And he sent it to me in the mail. It was so awkward. Um, If you couldn't tell, I'm very bad with boys. I know I give advice on it all the time, but I truly suck. Like, my male interactions recently have been so strange and I just, I give myself secondhand embarrassment because I don't know how to handle these types of situations and I just don't know what I'm doing. And I'm 17 and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm giving advice to all these little children who do. I'm not saying you guys are little. I love you guys. You're like my little sisters. But I totally get it. Camp boys camp boys are a different breed okay you gotta love them you gotta love them we went to this huge camp in new mexico with a bunch of other churches there's this game that's really popular at church camps called gaga ball that was also very popular at my outdoorsy camp i feel like it's popular everywhere but yeah and the boys at my church are notorious for cheating and it started to make other guys from other churches really upset one of my best friends will call her faith was very comforting so the guys at our church had made this one guy from church really mad my friend was the type of person who went and tried to calm the guy down and he was super heated so he pushed her off of him and faith got super upset and pushed him back then the guy punched my friend in the face and she got so mad she said her eyes went black and she just kept kicking his ass I had to jump into the Gaga ball ring and had to pull her off of him. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy, but in the end, they both had to apologize to each other and everything was good. What the actual hell? What gives someone the right to punch a girl in the face? Oh my gosh, and she was trying to help too. You're a poor friend. At least she kicked his ass though. She told him. She said, don't mess with me. Okay, Faith. Popping up. Snaps. Uh-huh. You kill it. You're killing it, girl. At my camp, we also played Gaga Ball literally all the time. This also reminds me of when I went to Kuna, which is like Mock UN, but in Kentucky because it's like Kentucky United Nations Assembly, you know, for like Y Club and stuff. And this was before covid too but they had a gaga ball pit and me and my friend went in and it was us just us and a bunch of freshman boys and I can say it was the scariest time in my entire life I thought I was about to die I was so scared I didn't know what was happening um 
they were so aggressive so I can't imagine your friend and the boys get so aggressive and so angry and oh my gosh it is scary it is scary I can say that I was very bad at it and I would purposely try to get out because I was scared of these little freshman boys attacking me in a gaga ball pit but I do also remember playing it at camp the pit was sand so when you fell you would literally scrape your knee and my cousin who's very athletic fell and she her entire knee was so messed up it was all scraped up there was blood everywhere she kept playing I was like you you're an icon I love you so much she's actually the coolest person ever when I go to Nantucket I'm gonna be with her and I'm literally so excited I I can't even I'm so excited Okay, so I go to camp for a month and this crazy girl was literally possessed. So in the middle of the night, she would sleepwalk and during rest hours, she would literally sit up in her bed and talk to herself and creep the fuck out of us. Anyways, long story short, she got sent home, then wrote to this girl in my cabin about how she was gay. There's a lot going on in this. Um, first of all, that is terrifying, especially at camp. And you don't like know these people that well and someone's just talking to yourself. You're like, what the actual heck? Also, of course, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Good for her for telling, I guess, probably one of her friends in the cabin. Um, I hope she's okay. I'm honestly going to make an assumption that this was at a church camp. Don't come at me. I don't know for a fact. Um, this kind of sounds like a church camp. But I remember very vividly, this was the last year I went to camp and it was the first time my sister didn't go with me. So it was just me and my cousin and I was very upset because going to camp with my sister was like a big thing. It was something we always did. And one time on one of our trips that we were going on during camp because we would go on hiking trips or something, I think it was one of our hiking trips. Um, We might have gone, we were hiking for like six days on the Appalachian Trail, which is really pretty. It honestly looks the same the entire way. There's just a bunch of moss and rocks. Um, Vibey. Yeah, very vibey. But I had to be in a tent. It was me, my cousin, and these two other girls. And keep in mind, we were like 10 or maybe, no, like probably 12, 13. These two girls are talking about sexuality and how they're both pansexual, which great, good for them. But they kept asking us, they were like, oh my gosh, do you guys like girls? Do you guys like girls? And my cousin and I were just sitting there. We were like, no, we're just, we don't. We're both straight, please. <laughs> it's just kind of awkward. And I mean, I was little, so I didn't know how to handle that. And I'm not trying to like come off as like homophobic because I'm, I would not say I'm homophobic, but I was just like so confused. And I didn't even know what pansexual like what being pansexual was until that point I was maybe like 12 um so I was just overall very confused I was trapped in a tent with these girls learning about something I had never heard about um it was an interesting time that just reminded me of that that was super random but literally my last year of camp I hated everyone except for my two best friends from camp and my cousin in my cabin and when we were going on a canoe trip I was with my best friend Ruby and they had to separate us in the canoe because we were like over a mile ahead of everybody and we had to wait for maybe like an hour or two 
for everyone else to catch up in their canoes and they had to separate us and it was so sad and then I had to be stuck with slow people and I'm not even fast at canoeing these girls just could not canoe for their life it was embarrassing like embarrassed for them but anyway I love Ruby I love Elise I love my cousin Ava BFFs love them so it was sleepaway camp and my friend Anne and I signed up for archery for some of our day activities. I got there and they went over the rules and stuff, gave us the gear and started teaching us. So the way it worked is that there were three separate groups that went up to the line to shoot, then go across and grab the arrow from the target and then come back. Well, my group had already gone, so it was Anne's group's next. They stepped up and shot their arrows and started walking in the course to the targets to grab the arrows. And this girl in another group sitting down started getting mad that she missed her turn getting water so while Anne's group was grabbing the arrows the girl holds up her bow with an arrow and starts pointing it towards all the girls by the targets and before anyone can stop her she shoots oh no it ended up hitting a tree behind them but the instructors had to grab the bow from her arms and hold her on her the ground so she wouldn't do it again until the camp administrator came to take her what the reaction's a little aggressive, but I mean, I guess I get it because specifically, I know as someone who has done archery at camp, they tell you, you cannot fire unless they tell you and you 100% cannot fire if somebody is retrieving an arrow because you could hit them and then that probably would hold the camp liable, um, which just gets everybody in trouble. That's scary though. At least you had bad aim. Also embarrassing. You hit a tree. At least hit the target, my girl. At least hit the target. Embarrassing. But I can't believe they would hold someone on the ground. That's scary. Why do I feel like all these stories are, like, from church camps or, like, Greystone? Like, an all-girls camp. I don't know if y'all have heard about Greystone, but so many girls, when I was in middle school, would go there. I went there once, and I absolutely hated it. For everyone who likes it, I'm not saying it's a bad camp. I It just wasn't my vibe. Um... But I feel like some of these stories are from there. I don't know. That's scary, though. Archery is really hard, though. It reminds me of, like, Merida from Brave. I just want to be her. She just seems like an icon. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. I had to eat pasta with cheese, even though I can't eat cheese. Once they made us sleep in an abandoned house and walk in the dark, which ended up with me falling and hurting my foot. But in the in but in what they called terror night one of the adults let me watch while making fun of others rude yes do i care no not really okay first of all i'm just kind of confused about everything that's happening but i just wanted <laughs> to point out a few things because it just reminded me of some of my stories but um camp food honestly i wouldn't eat it anywhere else but eating it at camp or at least in my camp, it was the best food ever. But if I had to eat it, like, at home, I'd be like, what the heck is this? This is horrible. Like, we had, like, grilled cheese croutons. It was so good. Stuff like that. I don't know. Um, And then also, <laughs> sleeping in an abandoned house. I actually do have a story about this. So, this was also my last year of going to camp. Uh, All these stories of mine are pretty much last year of going to camp. But... My cabin was going on this five-day canoe trip in Lake Winnipesaukee, and we were in the middle of the lake, pretty much, 
just trying to get to our next campsite. It was starting to get dark and there were, what are they called? Like white heads, white caps. Why do I always say white heads? That's a pimple. White heads, you know, like waves where they have like the white foam. There were white head. Oh my God. There were white caps in the lake, like in a lake, like the stuff you see in oceans. There were white caps in the lake. So we couldn't really cross it to get to our campsite. And we had to spend the night at an abandoned house. And it was so sketchy because we didn't know if anyone was there. And we had to call camp and tell them about it. And they were like, this is technically illegal. Um, You probably shouldn't be doing this. But I mean, we did anyway. And we ended up spending the night in the backyard of this house. It was the sketchiest thing ever. And our counselors were so scared because they were like, if someone comes out here, like they could like shoot us or arrest us or stuff like that. So we were all just really scared. That was also the canoe trip where we were in the middle of the lake and there was just a lightning storm and we had to stand on this mini island. You could see both sides of it just from turning your head. We had to crouch in like a lightning position and it was honestly the funniest moment of my life because we were all standing there like in squats. We're like, how is this going to help? We were all laughing so much. It was honestly really fun. I have so many like near-death experiences at camp because for me, camp is like the absolute worst time of your life but after you're like oh my god I love it so much like I have so many fun stories it was so fun but being there you want to die and you hate everyone or maybe that was just me I don't know but I have so many good stories just saying okay I used to go to this Christian summer camp for a few summers and it was super fun and I met a lot of great friends there but the first summer was so chaotic For one, one of the girls passed out and the paramedics showed up. Oh my gosh. They had all the students go into the sanctuary to keep the area clear, but oh my gosh, it was incredibly stressful and everyone was crying. And then there was this guy that I liked. I'd liked him for a few months beforehand, and now I know that he's a creepy asshole whom I have blocked. Good. But at this time, I was young and naive. So there was this talent show on the second to last day of camp and anyone could sign up. A few of my friends did various different acts in it, but I didn't. Halfway through, all the music stopped, and I genuinely cannot remember why, but for some reason this boy I liked find out, found out that I liked him from one of his friends, and while everything was silent, he decided it was the best idea to whisper yell, not quietly at all, I don't like you. Oh my god. In, to me, in front of everyone, it was honestly mortifying. Girl, I am so sorry. Also, how rude. Rude. So I hate when people whisper, but like obviously everyone can hear them and you're just like, shut up. Shut up. Some people don't know how to whisper and it truly pisses me off. It is the most frustrating thing ever. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Also in front of everyone. Really? Really? He chose the worst possible time. Also, can we just say camp talent shows? Those were memes. I literally, someone's talent was fitting into their trunk at my camp. I was like, what? What? Someone explained that to me. Someone explained that to me. I don't understand. I don't understand. Sorry, I don't know what accent this is. Um, For British people listening, I apologize. Um, uh, uh, Yep. This was two years ago at my summer camp in Maine. There was a thunderstorm and a storm going on when I was on my way back from the camp nurse to take my night medicine. 
When I left the nurse, it was storming and raining like crazy, and I felt like I was going to get knocked over by the wind, but I wanted to head back to the cabin before it kept worse, so I kept walking. The cabin was about five minutes away, so I started running until a camp counselor found me and made me go to the closest cabin, which was one of the boys for shelter. Uh-oh. <laughs> this reminds me of a Wattpad story. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> They were a year older and so cute. I was drenched in rain and had some debris on me from the wind. I walked into the boys' cabin and they just stared at me. Their counselor told us all to duck and cover in the middle of the cabin in a tight circle. We were all squashed together in a ball trying to stay safe from the storm. But then a huge clap of thunder shook the cabin and boom! The hot boy next to me screamed and hugged me out of fear. All of his friends then started laughing at him for being babyish, and I felt bad for him but didn't say anything. The storm got worse, so we had to sleep in the cabin, me and the older boys. There was no bed left for me to sleep on, so that boy who screamed said, You can sleep in my bed. And then he winked. Oh, this is Wattpad. You are living in a Wattpad story. Before I could respond, his counselor screamed at him, no way. Okay, never mind. I take back my previous point and started yelling at him about being perverted. It was so awkward that I almost cried. I ended up sleeping on the floor using an extra sleeping bag. In the end, we were all safe, but it was a bad day. Aw, I'm sorry. Um, hmm. Honestly, I know when I was at camp, I was obsessed. The boys that were a year older... They were just automatically hot, even if they weren't. They were just hot for no reason. And I feel that um, kind of sounds like the worst time, but also the best time at the same point. I don't know. I don't know, girl. Good story. Good story. But also traumatic. But also, but also good. I feel like that's like any good story. You have to feel like so horrible, but also like it's still like fun. At the same time, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you'll always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About podcast section of the application. Okay, so two years ago, I went to my sleepaway camp that goes the whole summer. Our camp is all an all-girls camp, but it has a quote-unquote brother camp across the lake. Anyways, every we- year we go over to the boys' side for the 4th of July. A few weird things happened when we got there. Me and my girlfriends sat down to eat dinner before the fireworks when this 8-year-old boy came over to our table. He stood there for a few minutes and then he told us that he had a crush on all of us and wanted us to see us in our bikinis or less. Um, ew. Also, I don't know if you meant 18 or 8 because if this is an 8-year-old, I hope he's okay. An 18-year-old? A pervert. Okay. Um, we all just ignored him, but then he sat down with us and started talking to us. When he finally left, we talked about how creepy that was. The girl's side has always been really nice, but the boy's side of camp is pretty sketchy. Later that night, we, when we were about to go home, he walked up to one of my friends and tried to grab her, if you know what I mean. Oh my god. It was really scary for her and all of us, but we got out, 
but we got out of there and went back to our camp. The next year, we heard that kid has done that to other girls and was reported. He obviously had some problems, so I hope he's getting the help he needs. First of all, you are very mature for saying that last line at the end. Also, um, sorry, I probably should have said trigger warning. There is another story in here. In fact, um, it is the next one, which mentions sexual assault. So I would suggest skipping that if you would find that triggering to you. For anyone who's experienced that, I'm so truly extremely sorry. But yeah, sorry, should have said trigger warning. I apologize. Um, that is disgusting. I'm feeling like this was an 18-year-old boy, not eight. I think that was a typo. But yeah, I hope he gets his help. I feel like there's not much to say except for like, fuck you. Obviously not you, but this guy, fuck you. You're a nasty pervert. Goodbye. Okay. This next one might be a little triggering for some people. So trigger warning, sexual assault. Um, I'm just going to say this one is a lot. So be mindful of that. Okay. So when I was in sixth grade, I went to this church camp that was in a small town a few counties away from where I live. I'd gone to this camp since fourth grade, by the way. I was super excited because that year I joined the youth portion of the camp and we got to stay in cabins when the counselors slept in a different room. We could roam the camp as we pleased during our breaks and we could choose quote-unquote skill blocks for our schedules. Well, I always went to camp with my friend group and for their skill blocks, they chose art. I'm a singer, so I chose the praise band skill block. I don't know if I said that right. Even though I knew I wouldn't know anyone there. Anyway, in praise band... Oh, like, praise the Lord. Okay, that that makes sense. Christian camp. Got it. Okay. Everyone in praise band got to pick an instrument, and I picked guitar even though I had never played before. I was the only person who picked guitar, and the teacher was this extremely attractive 23-year-old man with deep tan and dark wavy hair. Oh, God. Oh, this is... I'm scared. Yeah, my 11-year-old self went crazy. 11 and 23. Oh, yikes. Okay. Well, he was super nice and adored me immediately for some reason. He always talked about how I was his favorite kid and how he liked me better than all the boys in his cabin. We ended up hanging out outside of guitar practice and he met all my friends. He would play pranks on me. Like one time he put soy sauce in my Dr. Pepper and he took my socks and I don't think he ever gave them back. Looking back on this, WTF. But all of my friends told me that he creeped them out and that they thought he was grooming me, but I didn't believe them. Oh, God. Well, on the last day of camp, our camp, our band performed. And since I was the only guitar student, the guitar, guitar player was with me. We ended up sitting in chairs together behind the drum set really close while we were in the middle of a performance. He suddenly stopped playing his guitar and reached around me and started grabbing my boobs. Oh, my fucking god i freaked out internally but didn't do anything even though nobody could see us i was so embarrassed and grossed out i didn't want to say anything because i didn't want anyone to know anyways i'm good now but stuff like this has happened to me a lot over the years it really sucks but if this happens to anyone who might be listening please tell somebody it is less embarrassing than it seems find a parent teacher or friend who is trustworthy and share your experience with them it hurts when you hide the pain. 
first of all, I'm so sorry. And you are so strong for sharing this. And I really appreciate your message at the end. I just want to say it's not your fault. It's this person. They are disgusting. Um, they are taking advantage of a young girl. A 23-year-old man should not have be doing any of this with anyone under the age of 18 or anyone in general without their consent, especially an 11-year-old girl. That is disgusting. I don't know how else to put it. That is disgusting and embarrassing. And especially if it's at a church camp, like, and you're claiming to be Christian and you're doing all this, that is so, like, anti-Christian, okay? Like, disgusting. I'm so sorry. That probably ruined your entire camp experience, too, when you look back on it. Fuck him. Fuck him. Okay, um, sorry. Those two last stories were kind of sad and depressing because, you know, triggering stuff. But this next one is better, okay? This is the last story that I'm going to share with y'all. And hopefully I can just lift up the mood. Better vibes. Okay. It was summer of 2018 and I was 14 at the time. So I was with my best friend and we were about to go down to the lake. And there was this super hot guy that happened to be from my school. And he was the lifeguard. I was a freshman at the time, by the way. And he was a sophomore. So me and my friend wanted to go swimming. And let me tell you this real quick. My ex-best friend was there. Ooh, tea. And she knew I liked him. So I looked up at her. And me and my best friend were looking at her. And she gave us a smirk. And she went up to him and started to flirt with him. Yeah, I know, right? And he looked kind of into it, and she was one of those popular girls, so I got up from tanning and jumped into the water and pretended to start drowning. This escalated very quickly. Wow, okay. I don't know why, but I just had to do it. He jumped right in and dragged me to shore. I looked up at him, and when he looked at me, my ex-best friend had the audacity to say, Wow, Emily, you went to all that trouble to get attention? So pathetic. And I was so embarrassed, but this guy, oh my gosh, he whispered to me, don't worry, I'll take care of her. He sat me up and I walked over to this bitch and said, it's also pathetic that you waste your time with someone who you can't even get with. Shots fired. And everybody laughed. Me and my friend were laughing. This was the best day ever. And me and the cute guy got to hang out. And to this day, we're actually boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, sounds like y'all matched, I guess. Um... There's a very dramatic, but I kind of love it. Kind of, kind of into it. Um, wow. I now can say I understand why you guys aren't friends. Uh, that would make, that would make sense. Hopefully everyone's good now. Glad you're still dating. Got a boyfriend out of that. Um, I can't believe you're fake drowning to get with this guy. That is dedication. That is dedication right there. Wow. Impressive. Anyway, um, don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Yeah, I miss camp. Um, I don't know. I miss camp. Just reminded me of that. But make sure you check out all the links in the description of this episode to find my website, newsletter, email, etc. All the fun things. And make sure you're also following me on Instagram and TikTok at the Girly Girl Podcast. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.